Welcome to the Whiskey Congress. Honest, open talk dedicated to speaking the truth to those who are open to hearing it. Black, white, right, left. Most importantly, honest, bold, and fueled by good whiskey. In Whiskey Veritas, we are Whiskey Congress. Join the evolution. Whiskey Congress is back in session. Steve and I are together in the Cleveland studio. Um, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. How you doing, man? Good. For some reason, uh, you did like the, the quiet countdown. I like hold my breath. Okay. Me. I don't know why. <laughs> anyway. A like, little inside baseball there, but okay. Right. Um, <laughs> probably a good thing. Our mics are very sensitive. Um, before we get into stuff from the week, I want to revisit something we talked about last week, and that would be Attorney John Pierce, who was representing 17 people who... Um, attacked the Capitol on January 6th, and he asked for, his firm asked for a postponement of proceedings because he was in the hospital on, on a ventilator for COVID. Unresponsive. Unresponsive. He was, he was on a ventilator and unresponsive due to COVID is exactly what they told the, the court. Judge. Federal now, District Court. Now, right. Steve, Steve I, I remember thinking this felt weird. I don't remember if I said it on the last show or not. But now it's officially weird because now we don't know what's going on with this guy. Well, explain. Well, so he may or may not have had COVID. He may or may not have been on a ventilator. He's now gone missing. Right. He's not in the hospital where he's supposed where he oh. supposedly was. And you don't go from unresponsive on a ventilator to, well, I'm just going to walk out. See I'm you guys later. Tiptoe through the tulips. He, you know, I, when, when, the reason I said I was suspicious early on, and it's always, I'm always hesitant to... Call something out. Like, to be honest, when Rush Limbaugh said, I've got inoperable lung cancer, I thought, I don't believe you. You've been a liar your entire life. Which you is, know, I think, fair. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm sure. I, I mean, I think it's a, piss a lot with, of people With off. Limbaugh, I believe it's completely fair. Turns out that it was true. Was it lung cancer or was it lung? Not? Oh, I thought, it yeah. was, I thought he had pancreatic cancer. I think it was lung. Either, Either way, way, he's dead. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, but he's yeah. an awful human being. and He was. And it, it, But it's tough for me to go there, whether it's. Catholic guilt or whatever, I don't know. But when I heard this about John Pierce, I'm like, this seems like an awfully convenient way to extend a court thing because you're, you know, if, if you're fighting against the libs and you want to say, well, I've got COVID, liberals aren't going to challenge you on that. Yeah, I don't, so, okay, I, I know where you're going with this. Um, you know, this guy was a big anti-vaxxer. Um, you know, COVID is a prank. COVID is a hoax. You know, healthy sure. living and all that stuff. Even if it's real, healthy living will get you where you need to go. Sort of guy. And there's been a number of stories of conservative uh, spokespeople, if you will, who are, you know, very outspoken against COVID, the vaccine, um, you know, any measure to try to minimize its effects, you know, masks, all that sure. sort of stuff. And they have died. Yeah. Right, not yeah. have got COVID, but no, they they have gotten COVID and died. Yeah. So this fell in line with that for me. So it didn't really raise any eyebrows. Like, oh, another one bites the dust, right? Uh, but it comes to find out this guy is missing, and then he's they're sending some guy who's not even licensed, right? You know, that, like to that. represent these people, which means that you know everything that the unlicensed guy did to that point basically. You know, that doesn't necessarily void their case, but it puts, I mean, like every single one of them is going to have to, you know, file for a new counsel and all this other stuff. Like, it just, they made a mess here. Um, and sometimes buying time is a legal tactic. Or a yeah, but this tactic. isn't a legal tactic. Like, so everything I've read about this guy is that he's, you know, a lot of people believe that he's a fraud. You know, there's some questions about his law license there's questions about you know money that he owes you know a lot of debt um you know he started this firm that was supposed to he claimed was going to be you know one of the biggest firms uh, litigation firms in the country and it went nowhere and um he he has he owes a lot of money to a lot of people and there's a good chance that he owes some money to some people that don't take very kindly to not getting <laughs> repaid um, which is very much what this feels and sounds like. Oh, I have COVID and I'm dying. And, you know, maybe they back off, which gives him the time he needs to, to skate and disappear because that's what he's done. Or they found him in the hospital or they just found him in general. And, or he got whacked. Right. And, and we, him again. you know, we may never see him again. And while it sounds dramatic and ridiculous, it's like, like, Sopranos, like, look, 
This, <laughs> look, look, look. I mean, you read up on this guy, John Pierce. Um, you know, he called himself the 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 champion of the conservatives or something ridiculous like that. And um, you know, there's not many people who have anything good to say about him or his law practices or his, um, you know, the services that he provides. And um, it just sounds like a guy who who talked a big game. Uh, was a hustler very much like uh, who? Oh my God, the guy we were taught, uh, Stormy Daniels' lawyer, oh, uh, uh, Avenatti. Yeah, yeah. I mean, v- very much in the in the same sort of frame of Avenatti, just on the other side. But this guy may have gotten himself in even deeper. Was I Avenatti mean, the blackmail Nike? Or yeah. Name? Okay. Okay. I was yeah. just making sure I wasn't oh, mixing yeah. with another scumbag. Oh yeah. No, Michael Na- Avenatti. He's like, in prison now. Oh yes, because Nike was like, "Fuck you, like, we're just we, gonna call the FBI." We, we have more money than you, and the FBI is on our side. And when you leave a voicemail that is extortion, we, it but, doesn't go well. Right? Like we have more, more money on. than you and the FBI, so <laughs> we're fine. You're going to prison, and we're paying no one. Um, but all that money they lost for endorsing or having Colin Kaepernick as his endorser. Never mind, that was a joke. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so John Pierce, who we talked about, who you know was kind of uh, last week was a. Uh, these people keep hammering and railing against COVID and the vaccine and everything else, and look at them dying. Well, COVID didn't kill him, but I don't know. Uh, Tony Soprano may have. You know, Tony Soprano or, uh, you know, Vladimir Kuchinov. Yeah, more likely Vladimir <laughs> Kuchinov. Kuchinov, by the way, nice name. Yeah. Um, literally hey, just pulled I, I, that one I, out of my I, ass. I, I, I want to jump to that, though, because okay. it, fits in, it fits in with um, talking about January 6th. So mm-hmm. the QAnon shaman, I don't have his name in front of me. Damn it. Why wouldn't you write it down? Because I suck. Uh, anyway, the douchebag who showed up with the buffalo horns and his face all painted up has pled guilty to obstructing justice, basically, or obstructing an election. He's facing a three to four year sentence. Yep. That he pled guilty to. Well, so, I mean, maximum sentence is twenty years, but he's he probably will probably only get three a few. or four. But Jacob he, Chansley. Jacob, there we go. From Jacob Arizona. Chansley. We've talked about this on the show before. Yep. When people say three to four years, oh, that's nothing. Yep. That's a long fucking time. Yep. That's three or four Super Bowls. Yep. That's. 1,200 days, you are eating prison food. He wants organic prison food. I doubt it. He got it so far. No, he'll he'll continue to get it because he's claiming it's religion and they can't. All right. Which is, you know what, honestly, fucking give give him his organic food. Um, Also give him his four years. The the bottom line, yeah. I mean, if if he's looking at three to four years, now he'll get time served. So however many months he's been in prison, like that'll shave it off. So he's probably looking at another... 18 months in prison, maybe less, depending. I think the hearing, uh, the 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 sentencing hearing is set for sometime in November. So That's all this right, time, yeah. he will that will be tacked on to or be taken in, from, yeah. yeah, taken into consideration to his actual sentence. Um, you know, and some people, oh, that's not enough. Look, he went in, he made a big spectacle. Um, you know, did he? rough up any police did he you know did he break anything not that we know of but look the bottom line is this group of people um you know violated the law by doing what they you know like you're you're not invited in you bum rush in you run past police right. you, you know what i mean they're telling you to stop and go back stop and go back stop 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 you know you go into these private places where you're not supposed to be um you're clearly and you admittedly acknowledge that you're trying to disrupt uh, uh, the election, uh, uh, yeah. right? An election and 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 a, a federal government process and everything else. So yeah, there's 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 repercussions for that, right? And some people are just like, well, they've already spent enough time, and he had to do time in solitary confinement. Tough shit, right? We're talking about our federal government. We're talking about the duly elected president of the United of the United States. We're talking about uh, you know our our constitutional process. We're talking about. Like literally the the thread and the heartbeat of our of, of our republic and our democracy, and these people came in to disrupt that, to stop it, to you know. And I don't care why. I don't, oh, I was just falling the crowd, and you know, I just got sucked into the. I just got sucked into the moment. I was just in there. I didn't do anything. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. you did. The second that you didn't remove yourself from the crowd as you saw them approaching and going through those doors and breaching those doors and there are police on the ground being beaten and there are you know police being pushed and, and, and attacked with their own equipment like you see all that and you still push forward and you're yelling at the police I'm sorry like I, I don't care if you went in oh I just was in there I just wanted to feel the moment briefly like no you committed a crime and there needs to be a major price to pay this shouldn't be something that people just get a slap on the wrist just because oh they got caught up in the moment we're talking about our federal government we're talking right. about the Capitol building. Yet, in his mind, I honestly believe he thinks this was cosplay. 
I mean, nah, look, he, he put on that stupid nah, fucking costume, I mean, look, paints his face. He, no, I'm, I'm not saying in an innocent way. I'm thinking he believed he was part of a righteous cause, but he also he yeah. wanted to be the the yeah the, exactly. the shaman. That's, that's, what, the shaman. that's what he. I mean, that was his stick, right? You know, I mean, like, I don't think he, I mean, I think he really saw himself as yeah, someone. I didn't mean to dismiss it, like, yeah, it's I mean, I, I think, well, because when you say that, then that, you know, because remember, right. his attorney tried to claim that he's got Asperger's, so, you know, he's, like, too stupid to know the difference. You remember that? We talked yeah, about it. Yeah, we did. I remember that. Um, so you got to be careful. I believe there. he's a pretty dumb guy. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I believe he's dumb, and maybe he does have Asperger's, but, but either way, that doesn't absolve right. you from if, what you did. If you kill someone and you have Asperger's, you still killed someone. Right. And like they don't he give, didn't they kill don't someone, he just obstructed our electoral process or tried to and frankly you know it's it's so weird to say this but had the capitol police just opened fire there would have been a ton of bloodshed and i would be sitting here saying they were doing their jobs yeah i'm not I happy mean, about that, I, that I, thought I, I, I know i'm just thinking i'm gonna turn right there. i mean it, it depends on you know how that all goes down but i, I and I, I don't want to necessarily go there. I don't necessarily disagree with you, but I think that there's a lot of... There's a lot of... There's, there's, there's a lot of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, with this guy, um, you know, he put himself front and center, right? Yeah. And a lot... Not only Absolutely. here, but leading up to yes, this yes, moment, yes, yes. right? Um, and so it's just... It, like, you don't have a defense, which is why he pled, right? Mind you, he pled. This wasn't... Like, this hasn't... Right. He didn't go to trial. He pled guilty to the most serious violation, the most serious felony offense um and you know I, I think to me this is right and he's going to end up spending probably multiple years in prison with a felony on his record that isn't going to be able to you know get sealed or wiped away um he loses his right to vote um you know he loses his ability to to buy a firearm um all those things that this crowd right that that these that right. these people are so adamant about right like and they definitely want to make sure that the you know like the average criminal in the inner city get loses all these things well now here you go right this is the law and order that you are so happy about right you're so proud of you let you wave your little blue and black flags with the line and all that other stuff well here you go um so you live with that and there's there's no relief from it um you live with that time you spent in jail because it's going to be it's it is a miserable experience you are locked in there Right, like you, you, you're locked in there with the, you know, common criminals, some not common, some very, very bad, angry, shitty people. Um, this is federal too, so this is we're right, not going to put right. like Leavenworth. Right, this is like not, this is this these. You're, you're not locked that there's in there. luxury jails, but right. I mean, it's it's is it maximum security? No, but like people talk about Club Fed or Club Med or whatever when it comes to prison. Like when you can't, when your freedom is restricted and you can't do the things that you want to do, you can't do the things you normally do, and everyone's like, "Oh, I would, I would, you know, do what they do in the movies, and I would just do a bunch of push-ups and, and right. read a lot, and then I, you know, I'd, I'd be, I'd be a lawyer by the time I came out." Is what I do. Serve me. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, we'll see how he comes out. Um, you know, we'll, we'll we'll see how all this, uh, you know, all you know. I guarantee you, when he comes out, uh, I would be willing to bet that he's gonna. Be a fan of prison reform at that point in time. Um, Protest but, that. Yeah, but um, you know, and I, I feel no sympathy for him. I hope he gets. Oh, I feel. I mean, like the maximum sentence is twenty years. I don't think he deserves that as much as I want to be angry and spiteful. But you know, it, giving him four years, I got no issue with that. You Me know? either. And it's going to be interesting to see how many other of these cases plead out the same right. way. And because there's a guy on Twitter who you know was engaging with us, and I expressed my like, look, you know. Based off of these parameters, I would definitely max him out. And the guy's like, he's already done some time, and he's already did. He, he had to do a, a, a solitary confinement. Like, what more do you want? I want him to serve more years. Right? And he's like, this is bullshit. All they did was, all, all, all they did was a little trespassing. Like, mm, okay. No, yeah. well, like, I mean, it's, just, it's a bullshit argument. Right? It's, it's a completely bullshit argument. And, um, you know, these people have no, they, they don't have that same sort of compassion for the average kid that's getting, you know, harassed and, and arrested by police for bullshit reasons. They have no compassion for a guy like Elijah McClain, who we'll talk about in a little bit. But yet these people who completely disrupted our, our democratic process because they were pissed off because they were told to do something that they didn't want to do, right? Like spoiled fucking babies yeah. decide to go in and commit federal crimes, right? Misdemeanors and felonies. Right, because they didn't want to be told what to do, and they didn't like the person who was who who, who was elected because right. 
there's no possible way that, that, that they could be considered wrong and more people voted for the other guy than them. How could that possibly be? Like, well, I'm sorry you have trouble with reality, but that is reality. And for every action, there is a reaction, right? And, and the reaction to this is the fact that this guy is going to go to jail. He's going to go to jail for an extended period of time. And if you support him not going to jail for the maximum amount of time that he should within reason, right, then I question your patriotism. Right, and you put Patriot in your fucking uh, Twitter handle. Um, I call bullshit, sir. In my opinion, if you call yourself a patriot, you're not. Right. Like if you, fe- your actions can dictate your patriotism. Yes. If you feel the need to slap that title on yourself, I'm calling bullshit ninety plus percent of the time. I'm a patriot. I believe in all these awful things that mean overthrowing democracy because I don't like how this happened. And we're gonna hit a bunch of other similar topics. But this actually leads into um, Madison Cawthorn and, and Ron Johnson, who both have talked about the stolen election. Madison Cawthorn literally said, "These rigged elections. If these rigged elections don't stop, we need to resort to bloodshed." And I'm that's not in a hundred percent accurate quote, but basically he said, "I'm willing to pick up arms and kill fellow Americans if these rigged elections don't stop." Now. One, the election wasn't rigged. Trump lost because he was a loudmouth douchebag who pissed off enough of, enough people in his own party. Yes, he inspired 70-some million, which is terrifying in its own right, but, um, but you know, the election was lost. And he's still playing the big lie card. He's still saying we need to fix our election system. And, and he literally said that it may come to taking up arms against fellow Americans. He is a Republican congressman from North Carolina, and there needs to be consequences for what he's saying. And by the way, right after January 6th, he sang a very different tune. Yeah. He was saying, oh, you know, this was ridiculous. This attack on our, our Capitol building was unexcusable. So QAnon shaman guy was not uh, getting endorsed by Madison Cawthorn. He is now reaping the problems from his rhetoric that everyone now says the election was fixed. So now he has to go on the election was fixed bandwagon and say literally like civil war is coming. And fine, say that, but as a congressman, you should be able to back up your rationale for it, and you can't because it's all based on bullshit. And this is a distinct contrast to Ron Johnson from Wisconsin, but I'm, I see you making faces at me, so I want to give you a chance. Well, you're, you're not wrong in, in what you're saying. I, 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 I think there is a more, I guess, academic approach to how a guy like this should should be handled. Meaning Madison Cawthorn, not Ron Johnson. Meaning, yeah, okay. Madison Cawthorn. Um, you know, with with his um, with the statements that he made. Now his office came out and they said, "Oh no, he's, well, he didn't mean that. He didn't mean violence. He he meant that violence should never be the answer." And it's just like, well, he literally said that. He said was, bloodshed. He said bloodshed. He said taking up arms against Americans. Right. Like I, I don't understand what, what, how you could possibly say that that's not. He didn't mean violence. But I just, you know, with, with him, I, I think there 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 the issue is the way our laws are written regarding politicians. Congressmen, senators, whatever, and the latitude that they're given in their speech. Sure. Right. I mean, because and we're given too. I mean, yeah, they they are, but I mean, again, they they because of the platform and the positions that they hold and the influence that they have. Um, I think that you know they say something like this, and it's literally protected, right? Like, I mean, he can turn around and say, like, his his office can come out and say, oh well, he he didn't mean it like the way you're saying it. And there's literally no repercussion for this type of speech. And to me, that's, that's where we have a problem, right? Like, there, there should be, right? Like, you're a congressman. I'm sorry. I don't care. Like, you can't say, you shouldn't be able to say freely with zero repercussion that, you know, certain things need to happen a certain way or there will be or should be or could be bloodshed, right, um, caused by the people that you want to vote for you. Right. Right. I mean, and so, you know, should 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 these people, congressmen, senators, elected public officials, just be able to say shit like this um, with no consequence? And people will get in the argument about free speech and that there's that you can't limit free speech. And I, 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 man, I don't know, but we're comfortable with this, right? 
At what cost, right? At what? Because here's the problem that you have. All you need is one person. All you need is one right. person to say, you know what? He's right. And you know what? You know the type of person. I was it's a big Dylan, fan. Dylan Roof. Well, no, not even Dylan. You know what? Timothy McVeigh was my okay. favorite guy uh, from right. the 90s, right? And Timothy McVeigh, is more, to me, is more of a problem than fucking Dylan Roof, right? I mean, yeah. let's be honest here, right? Like, so that's, and all you need is, you know, like that, that you need some, someone with that same sort of mentality. You know, clearly you don't need a lot of know how. You don't need to be a rocket scientist to figure something like that out. Um, but all you need is just one psychopath to hear this guy speak like that specifically. And that guy that we talked about last week that was who parked his truck in front of the Library of Congress talking right. about bombs. Right. Like all of a sudden that guy isn't just in there talking shit. He actually has a car loaded up with bombs or, or fertilizer or whatever and, and wipes out hundreds no, of that, people or thousands a, of people. A, that's a better reference. You know, yeah. I mean, I just, I just think that this sort of speech from people like this it's dangerous, right? And I think we just saw an example of it with Trump in January 6th, yeah. right? And Trump wasn't even as direct as this, right? right. Like Trump at least, you know, at least kind of tried to weave it in because Trump was very, if, if, if not anything, Trump was always aware of the line, right? He knew that there was a line that needed to be crossed to get his point across, really to get people worked up, but he made sure that he kind of went back and forth across that line, but never too far, right? So he could always have some level of deniability sure. and could always sort of, you know, like, well, you got to look at it from this angle. And as long as you look at it from this angle, then there's nothing wrong. And and that's, right. he's, I mean, right. he, he, it started from day one with his inauguration, right? Oh, more people saw my get inaugurated than anybody in the world and any other president ever, Right, and the reason why that's a true statement is because in 2021, people have YouTube Live and a million different ways to stream. So yes, by by the benefit of it being the year that it is and where technology is, yes, your inauguration was watched by more people. But in terms of people who physically attended it, right, or people who watched it on a normal measure, yeah. right, like then it, that's different. And that's what Trump was a master of. This guy isn't even doing that. He's like, yeah, if you guys don't do what we want the way we want, there's going to be bloodshed, period. And then his, <laughs> his office tries to spin it. And when you say there should be consequences, I 100% agree. And I think that consequence should be he needs to stand on the floor of Congress and, and answer for what he said. I, I don't want there to be criminal repercussions for it, even though I <clears throat> could probably talk myself out of that statement. Because I do believe in the First Amendment. I do believe in free speech. And that's what free speech is all about. We've said this a thousand times on the show and, and elsewhere. That freedom of speech doesn't mean you get to say whatever you want without consequence. However, unless you are causing actual harm, you cannot be criminally prose or prosecuted for free speech. This borders on that. Right. This is like, almost like they and say so, you can't yell fire at a theater. Right. This is pretty close to yelling fire at a theater. Close to, and so... You know, should the consequence be this guy gets thrown in jail? No, not necessarily. But censure? Hell yeah. Right? I mean, thrown yeah. off committees? Hell yeah. You know, I mean, like I, like his, I his security clearance access. Like there, there, there's ways to, to have without it being, uh, uh, um, I don't know, overly retaliatory. Yeah. I, I want, if, if I'm going to deal with this, I'm saying there should be a consequence where he is in front of a committee in Congress shown saying the things he said and said, please explain yourself. And yeah, I mean, you got to be careful with that. I mean, because look, at this point, conservatives, uh, Trumplicans or whatever we want to call them, like, they, like that doesn't do what you think it does. You know what that does? That gives him another platform to say something else even more ridiculous, outlandish, and then all I could see is Nancy Pelosi or Adam Schiff banging a gavel like, oh, order, order, and this guy standing there with his arms up in the air saying that's a risk. whatever that's a, that's whatever legit. he wants to say. It's not a That's what's going to happen. That's what they all have. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, Bobert, uh, whatever. You know, oh, my uh, God, she's fucking crazy. Yeah, her. the girl, the Bobert from Colorado, like all of them. This is, this, is where, this is the direction that they go now, right? It's just like, Screw reality. Screw the screw actual common sense. I'm just going to say something even more ridiculous than I said before. Get everybody worked up in a frenzy. They probably won't even be able to finish whatever you want to call it, the actual session, and then it'll be all they talk about on the news until something happens, and they'll completely forget that. Oh, by the way, something was something else was supposed to happen. I wish I could argue with that. 
So, but, but so, do you have a thought on how to police this kind of action, this kind of behavior? Because that's the best I can do. Well, I mean, I, you, you know, like a, things like I said. I mean, uh, you, you do a closed session, you're right? Like, I okay. mean, you don't give them an opportunity to sit there and and showboat and all that other stuff. You do, you know, you do it privately, and then it's just like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna censure you. You're off committees. You, you know, the, like all the different, th- all the various the, forms of punishment that aren't, you know, impeachment. You know, you can't right. fire them. But I mean, impeachment is basically the, like you're the, your option, or you know, the, jail. The only thing I hear what you're saying. The only thing I'm going to say back about that is taking these dopes off committees just gives them more time to do shit like this. Yeah, and, but... And, and, and I, I hear you. You're right. right. But, I mean, okay, so people, you know, like Marjorie Taylor Greene is... is perfect her, example. Perfect yeah. example. But she she can't influence policy. Right? Like well, she gets a vote. She, uh, she, yeah, she can, but her votes... Yeah, no, you know you, what I mean? Right. Like, I mean, like, she just doesn't have the same influence on the actual policy... Other than the vote, I mean, and that's still important, but at the same time, as an opponent running against her, it's easy to say, like, look, what could she possibly be doing for you considering her, her limited her limited impact here? I, you're, you're, you're being logical. I just think that the voter in their districts don't give a shit. They, they don't, but, I mean, it's not necessarily the people who are going to vote for them. It's the people who are on the fence, the people who really don't like either side and need to, or looking for a reason to vote against someone else, right? And people want to say, there's no such thing as a swing voter anymore. Shut the fuck up. Yes, there are. There are plenty of people oh, sure. who are tired of all the noise, they hate everybody, and they just need a reason to dislike the other person enough to vote for the other person. They don't necessarily I think we saw care. that in the 2020 election, right. right? There were a lot of people who didn't like Joe Biden, but they were tired of Trump. Right, and there were a lot of people, who, and, and so much so that they voted for Joe Biden, but then they voted for Republicans in these right. other offices. Which brings us right. to Ron Johnson, by the way. Yeah. Ron Johnson, Republican uh, representative from Wisconsin, was literally challenged by a woman at an event saying... How could Trump have lost? And I don't know if she was trolling him or if she was being sincere, but she literally was like in his face saying, the election isn't real, right? Because you won. And and Ron Johnson tap danced masterfully and basically said, if you look at the voting numbers, this many people voted for Republicans and 5 million fewer, not 5 million fewer, but 500,000 fewer in Wisconsin voted for Trump because they were tired of his nonsense. And she was trying to get him to say that the election was fake and he wouldn't do it. And he just said, look at the voter polls, look at the voter, look at the the poll numbers. This many Republicans chose to vote for Republican members of Congress and other, but chose not to vote for Trump. And again, I don't know if she was trolling him or not. If she was, she was masterful. But he literally tapped us around and said... This I don't think that's tap dancing though. That's well, it's also oh, sorry. Speaking the truth, right? He, like, he, he tapped it. He tap danced around saying, "Yes, Trump lost. Fucking deal with yeah, it." Yeah, I mean, he, he he said it diplomatically. Like, okay. I mean, there, there's, there's a dancing. difference. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you, tap you, dancing. You know, you're right. I should actually right, give that's him some not fair. credit. I mean, you're he, right. You're he, right. You're legit- right. He answered the question honestly and legitimately. I mean, he just didn't go out to crush her soul because, I mean, you know, you know, a good, voter for yeah, you, you, yeah, there's that. Yeah, very, that's a very good point by you. Um, but he wouldn't say, yes, the election was stolen. Madison Cawthorn is still out there doing the whole stolen election thing. Right. And he needs to fuck right off. All right. Can we move on from this douchebag? Yeah. yeah okay. Please. Because because let's talk about Texas. Let's talk Come, about Texas. Texas a bunch because... Uh, so, first of all, Texas has passed an abortion law, an abortion restriction law that says after six weeks, you cannot have an abortion. Now, I have to do a full disclosure. My mom texted me mm-hmm. and asked me if we were going to talk about this. Yeah. And I said, we never talk about abortion. She said, why? And I said, because Steve and I know we'll never have one. And my mom said, is that a principled stand or a cop-out? A bit of both. Well, I mean, it's not, for me, it's not a cop-out. I think that the, like, the people... This impacts the most. Like I, I, I think the argument f- that you hear from a lot of women is that men shouldn't be making these decisions about women's bodies, and I completely support that, right? And so, I, I typically stay out of like the lower level kind of conversations about you, you know just the average. Sure. What do you think about abortion? Like I, I'm, I'm fine with it. Like I'm not going to argue with it if if you don't. I'm not going to argue with you if you don't. Um, or against you, like I'm not trying to change your mind. I just like it's a. I'm just I. Abortions are fine with me, right? 
Um, you know, certain limitations, like obviously, like you, you know, you need right. to be able to, you know, there's got to be a stopping point. At eight at months some point. and 29 days. Right. Come like, on. Yeah, we can't be, we, you know, but I mean, and that's not the reality anywhere, right? right. I mean, like the, the conservatives try to paint this picture that you can get an abortion, you know, a month before your, your due date, and that's right. bullshit. Um, you know, Roe versus Roe v. Wade, it's, it's, uh, 24 weeks, I think, uh, which is kind of right around the time of viability for the fetus. Um, but you know, what, what's going on in Texas, like we can't ignore. Um, and, and this law is, 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 is really devastating on a lot of different ways. Um, I'm disappointed and not surprised given who is on the court, but I'm disappointed that the Supreme Court didn't step in, but I understand why they didn't. Um, and the Supreme Court's reasoning for not stepping in is simply that right now um, it's all, like it's just it's just a law, but no one has standing because no one has actually followed through and sued yet, right? Like so, you need something to basically trigger their analysis and review. And because we don't have a case, um, they're making the argument that they don't have you know the standing to be able to to, to review it. Now that's bullshit, but. You know, I mean, it's technically right, but it, you know, they could very well, um, you know, look at the law on its face and, and make a decision on whether to at least, you know, put an injunction in until it could be litigated. But they didn't do that. Um, and so what they want to do is to force this to come through the court system uh, to give them the ability to review it. Um, now, the problem is, is that because there's no injunction, then the law is on the books and stands. And even if someone does sue and then, you know, countersue and triggers it, um, if you don't get a higher level injunction, uh, then this law is in place and it really is uh, to the detriment of, you know, lower income women. Um, and the big reason That's is a like, huge look, factor. you know, if you're, if, if you're, if, if your dad is some oil billionaire in Texas, Right, if you're Jerry Jones's granddaughter, and you happen to get knocked up by some dude named Cody, right, who drinks monsters and 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 all that other shit, then you're gonna get on a plane, and even though you can't get an abortion in in Texas, you're gonna get on a plane and go to Colorado or California or wherever the hell you need to go to get it done, and then come back and have no problems. But if you're a girl who lives in the inner city of Dallas or Houston or something like that, right, or you're some poor girl who lives in, in, in Lubbock and got knocked up by some cute farm boy, um, you don't have the same access and the same uh, ability to do something that you feel that you need to do, which is the best thing for you in, in your situation. And that's really the downside of the, the Supreme Court's inaction. That's the worst part about it is that the law gets to stand until – we get it into a place where they, they can take their review. And I'm not confident that they'll return it, but they, sh- they should because there are some, some just glaring issues with this law, right, in terms of, of how it was crafted. And people were like, oh, well, I mean, they just seem to, you know, they, they must have they've outsmarted the Supreme Court. Like, there's, I don't even know if anyone can bring this case, right? Like, so the way the law is crafted, like, okay, so it's six weeks, right? Like, anyone, like, you can't get an abortion after six weeks, uh, or I should say, until there's uh, uh, cardiac activity detected, right? Right. It doesn't necessarily mean that there's a full heart or an actual heartbeat, but you have, you know, uh, arteries and all that stuff forming, and, and blood starts to flow. And once they could pick that sound up on a uh, sonogram or sonogram, whatever, yeah. then they're saying that that is basically the beginning of life, and so you have to have an abort. You can't have an abortion at that point. The issue with that is most women don't know that they're pregnant at that point in time. Right, because it takes you know for a woman she's got to miss her period first to kind of get an indicator that she might be, right, and so that's four weeks you know depending on when this all right. goes down, but so you've got that four week period and then after that you've got another two weeks to figure out that you're pregnant, to get this you know abortion arranged and have it completed before you know you get the cardiac activity that they're saying that signifies the cutoff point. Um, and it's just not realistic for most situation, most women in the situation where they're considering an abortion. It's just not, right? Um, you know, my mother, for instance, she had three kids. She had me and my two sisters. With my youngest sister, she didn't know she was pregnant until 11 weeks in, right? And she had already had two kids, so it's not like she was unfamiliar 
with the process or her body or whatever, but she didn't know for 11 weeks. And my, my mom, at that point, it's, you know, it's not like she was a young teenager. Like when, right. you know, like when I was born, she, she, she was, you know, and my sisters were born eight and 10 years after me. Right. And this is my youngest sister. So this was the last one. So, I mean, you know, women don't just, you know, like, you don't, you know, it's not like a turkey. Right. I mean, there's no, you know, I mean, it's not a light that comes on or a switch or a button that gets pushed and says all of a sudden, like, oh shit, you're pregnant, right? Like, there's, there's just, it's different for every woman. And, you know, it takes time for your, her, with their bodies to adjust and alert them to the situation. And this is done on purpose, right? It's after that, it's after the time frame for most women is after that six week period. Um, you know, so, Women who can't afford to deal with this another way, right, by going somewhere else, um, you know, or because they're protected, because they're wealthy, right, and, you know, people can pay to kind of have something like this done privately and shielded from the public, are really are the ones who will suffer here. Um, the, the, the other issue is, is that there's no exception for rape or incest, right? right. And... The argument here is that this is this is uh, by doing this this is this is uh, legally consistent, right? Intellectually consistent by saying, look, if it's murder when it's just you know Kevin and Sue you know having sex, um, then it's still murder even if it's rapist guy or creepy uncle, right? And so they're saying it that no matter what. No matter what the circumstances that gets you pregnant, there are very, very few instances of where it is it is allowable for you to terminate that pregnancy, right? And and there are very, very narrow circumstances where, you know, the life of the woman has to be in danger or the harm that would be caused to her by continuing the pregnancy would be so, you know, harmful you know, it would basically amount to torture. And so that's basically the only way that, you, you know, you can you can allow for a termination beyond that six-week period. Um, you know, and, and, and there's a lot of people like, so you're going to force someone who was raped to have a baby by someone who did this terrible thing to them. Right. right? Whether, whether it's just a stranger off the street or, or a family member or something like that. Um, which society from we know like the damage and the harm that 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 could cause the mother right and then eventually ends up playing out against the child if it's not you know i mean if, if you've got a mother who's resentful because of the way this child came to be it's going to be very hard for that mother to raise that child with love and affection and that maternal instinct that you know most children are given um, and, and, you know, the same with incest and the, the issue with incest is, not, is, is also the biological aspect of, you know, families intermixing, it just, just nightmarish type shit where they're literally still forcing these, these women and possibly young girls to have these children that they shouldn't be having. Um, and in those situations out of their control, right? I mean, like this is, you know, it's one thing to elect to have an abortion just because you were, you know, you didn't use birth control or it, the birth control failed or whatever, it's a whole different set of scenarios or a situation when you're talking about a situation that you didn't want that was forced upon you and now you have this whole, like, aside from the life-changing event of the rape occurring, there's the life-changing event that comes with being pregnant and then having the child and then having to raise the child that was born of this horrible right. thing. So you said a lot, and I agree with essentially everything you said, I really wanted to but hit. There's uh, more. Oh wait, there's more. There's more, right? <laughs> um, so, and I'm sorry, but the, I mean, there's just a lot with this law, right? I mean, they packed a lot into it to make it as undefeated as as sort of you let, know let, ironclad let, let, as possible. Let, me, Go let ahead. me one piece in here, quick. One thing that drives me fucking crazy on this issue is that people who are on either side of it don't want to acknowledge the reality of if we had better sexual education better availability to forms of birth control, including condoms. This would be so much less of an issue, but it's such a hotbed issue that neither side wants to give up on it. And it's so... There are people who vote exclusively on this issue. I have family members who voted for Donald Trump because he's anti-abortion. Donald Trump has probably paid for 20 abortions. I'm pulling that shit out of my ass. Yeah. I know I am. But this dude raw-dogged a ton of chicks... Because he was a rich guy who because liked doing that. Because he could. And we know damn well he didn't want 
Anyway, so but, all right. So I wanted to get that in there, right, which is you know we so. My issues are with the law itself. Understood. Right? You're a lawyer, and so, so you... And so with the, the other aspect of this is how the law is enforced, right? Which is the key. It was really the, the, almost the worst this part of hideous. this. This is hideous. Yes, go ahead. Right? So the way the law is enforced is state officials are barred from enforcing this law, right? So what I mean by that is, like, if you're a state official... Right, you you can't say like you 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 can't whether you're a congressman, senator, mayor, governor, whatever, like you can't you're you can't be the one that says no 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 uh, Planned Parenthood you you, uh, you you were wrong for for doing that procedure, right. and so we are charging you no 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 that's not how this works how this works is, uh, it relies on, basically, the citizens of Texas to. Snitch. Rat you right out, yeah. Right? And it's like there's a hotline that you call anonymously where you can say, hey, I think, uh, you know, Mary Sue Rottencrotch got an abortion over at uh, 1256 uh, Abortion Street. And, you know, and then they can sue, right? Like random person, right? Like just you you see some girl. You can then sue the clinic where that was done. Um, or you could sue anyone like an Uber driver, um, you know, anyone that helped this girl. Who participated, right? for like better word. You know what I mean? Like uh, um, you, you become a co-conspirator um, aiding and abetting in essentially murder and you can be sued. And you, if found guilty, would have to pay up to $10,000 in legal fees for the person who brought the case, who, by the way, is just random person who called in and said, hey, I think uh, something happened here that shouldn't have happened, and it was an abortion. And so you're going at the, at the legal aspect of this. Yes. Now, How about hold the on. HIPAA part of it? Before we even get to the HIPAA part. Okay. Right? From a legal standpoint, this is absolutely insane. First-year law student is losing his mind over this. Because what the fuck standing does random person have to be able to do that, right? Like, so how are you going to bring a case in which no, you can't say the harm that was done to you? So how can I correct this, right? Like, there's nothing that the court can do in that particular situation that can make you right because you weren't wronged, right? Right, and so that in and of itself is where this law should absolutely fail. Like the Supreme Court should have snapped this up and just like, nah, y'all gonna have to try again, (laughs) right? And if they don't do that, right out of the court, right? They didn't do that, but they like when this when this hits their desk, which you know, who knows when that happens, but that's got to be the first thing you look at. You look at one of the one of the biggest aspects of it. The other aspect of that, right, of that particular scenario is the worst possible nightmare scenario right and we and it, and it ties directly to what we were talking about previously as it as it relates to rape let's say a creepy uncle rapes teenager teenager gets pregnant parents say creepy uncle raped you we'll figure out the legal stuff but we don't have a lot of time uh you, you we got to get this we got to get this taken care of so they go and get the abortion before anything happens legally with official charges um, or this person being found guilty, uncle finds out that the baby was aborted, right? And then the uncle, the rapist, calls in and says, oh, Mary Sue had an abortion and her parents helped. I'm going to sue the parents, right? I'm going to sue the parents and I'm going to sue the clinic, right? So then he gets his $10,000 for ratting them out. Now, their defense is going to be he raped her, this is right, whatever. It's going to be a fight back and forth, but... He still is able to cause the person that he harmed, the person that he raped, he's able to impact them, harass them, and possibly, depending on the timing, he could actually win that case and then get his legal fees paid for by the family of the child that he raped. Yeah. I mean, you just created the ugliest possible scenario. And it's not but hard it's, to but get there. But, but it's not hard. It didn't right, take right. me long right. to no, get there. No, that's that's just the thing. The way not. the law is written, like, that is absolutely possible. Now, yeah. they're defi- now what they'll say is, well, if you're, if, you're a, uh, if you're a sex offender, if you rape the person, then you can't do that. But that's only if you have that official designation, which would only come from the court. So if this person, right, like, if you think of the timeline of when this would happen, right, 
from the time of the rape to the time the girl finds out that she's pregnant, you may not have time to be able to, like, if she even, she may not want to even talk to the police, right? And the parents are caught in a bind. And even if they say something, what, what if the guy just decides he's going to disappear? Because it's, you can call in an anonymous tip. Yeah. That's the other aspect of it. Like, you just call a hotline. You know, I mean, like, so there's, there's, there's just a so number, there's a number of different scenarios why this law should not be able to stand. And if it does, I, I, I mean, this, this is, this is nightmarish because obviously there are other states that are also trying to implement the exact same thing. Yeah. Florida's already jumping on board. Right. Florida, New Mexico, a number of other states. Now, Ohio has a similar bill, but it's tied up in court and there's an injunction. You know, all right, I, I'm going to say something really ugly and then I'm going to try to move on. If you let me, that's great. If not, you don't, that's fine. But when people say abortion is murder, if you're going to stand by that, then a woman who has an abortion should be charged with murder. Now, I don't believe they should. I don't believe that is the case. But if you're going to stand on that principle and not hold the woman accountable, no. the, wait, hold on. The Trump, Trump said that and then backed off on it. Again, I do not believe that to be a fair statement. I'm saying that if you are making the ridiculous statement that by definition abortion is murder then a woman who has an abortion is part of a murder. Here's here's where that kind of fails. All right? Because I, just, yeah, I know what I said was ugly. It's I, not and, about and, ugly. I, and I don't it's, believe it. I don't I don't it's not about the look of this. It's literally about the legality of it. If you are chronically depressed, yes, and you are physically just injured and nearly incapacitated, but you can still talk like whatever. You go to the doctor and you say, "Hey, can you just go ahead and kill me? Right? And let's say the doctor goes in and says, oh, yeah, sure, you look like things suck for you, okay. so I'm going to go. Right? All right? And let's say it doesn't happen, right? Like, whatever, the doctor miscalculates the amount of ketamine that he gives okay. you or whatever, and you don't die, right? The doctor is going to get charged. Sure. You are not going to get charged. Right? With killing myself. Right. But, but you're not going to get but charged. They're, but they're claiming another right. person. So, but the problem is here, like they like, and so what they're doing is they're saying they're trying to. They, and I'm not saying that it aligns, but what I'm saying, their argument is that the clinics, in and of themselves, are the person who are doing the action. Okay. So they are the ones who need to be held accountable. They know. Right, the people who put this law together and the people who support it, the nonprofits and everything else, they completely 100% recognize the bind that they kind of put themselves in because the f super far right, I'm pointing left, yeah, super no, far no, right no, no, conservatives, I know, the super far right conservatives, they are in line with you who say, you know what, charge the woman, charge the clinic, charge the ch charge the guy who knocked her up, right? Charge everybody. Right. Um, but there are the more uh, 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 media savvy, uh, communication savvy, who say, "Yeah, we can't go that far." Oh, I, I get that completely. Right. I'm just trying to make a logical argument. I'm I understand what you're trying, part, but my, like we got to like so we with something like this, like you got to look at it from every angle, right? True. And, and the logical argument, yes, that's it. But at the same time, we need to know what's going on behind the scenes, and I, that's what's that's the that's an it, internal it, argument going on it, behind the scenes on their side. Right, because there are those on the right who want the woman charged, who want her to be to be brought in and charged with murder and everything else, or at least manslaughter. Um, and internally, that's a battle that they're fighting, and they feel like right now there are people who feel comfortable with the Texas law, but they want it to go further. And I wouldn't be surprised because those groups aren't like just people in Texas; these are large nonprofit groups that are you know trying to influence uh, lobbyists. Who wanted to go further? So you could see something introduced in a state like New Mexico or Mississippi or pick a red state um, that goes even further yeah. than this. All right, and I, I just I'm trying to point out a logical fallacy, and frankly, we could argue for hours about this. And okay. get, are get, we get, arguing? No, we're not. I'm saying we debates are discussed, uh, but there's so much more to talk about. I kind of like to move on to recent Texas. Well, okay, go ahead. I don't want to. There's another aspect of this, right? Okay. Of it's funny that we always have talked this well, issue. Well, I, I mean, like, and, look, uh, intentionally. I, I was guess. gonna, I, I, I. Once Texas did this, it was no longer. It's, I, I feel obligated that we have to say something. Okay. Right. And so, I got yelled at by my mom. <laughs> but the other, the other aspect of this is, right? They're so worried about saving the life of this child, yet 
they they don't support supporting, you know, especially lower income women with what happens after the child is born, right? right? And, 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 and it goes beyond the, oh, well, the police the treat people like the... shit. It goes beyond that. Like, you have the cost of actually having the child, um, like, in the hospital, like, birth. Like, the cost yep. of birth is expensive as hell if, if you haven't had one. Like, you look at that bill, and if you have insurance, you're like, whoo, thank goodness. But <laughs> even if you don't, it's still a hefty fucking bill, right? I know up you... front, and my insurance is great, right? Like, I'm, yeah. no bullshit, my insurance is fucking great. But it still costs me a few thousand dollars to have a baby. If you're fucking low income, if you make twenty thousand dollars, or if you're me who has to self insure, right? right. But I mean, I let's just let, let's dish. right. But I know this is weird, but it's not about you, um, especially <laughs> this. But if you're a low income single mother, right, making maybe twenty thousand dollars if you're lucky. I mean, realistically, fifteen, ten thousand dollars a year, right? The idea of getting a bill for even a thousand dollars, fifteen, two, three, right. four, five thousand dollars. That's probably multiple rent payments and right. I mean, all of that. Like, I mean, like that's devastating. It completely blows up your life. And then these hospitals, they'll they'll send you to collections, and you know, you're talking just ruined credit and everything else. Um, there's also the various things that the kids need prior to before they even get into kindergarten. Right. And all these various issues. So you, you, you go back over to what some of the Democrats have been talking about as it relates to the infrastructure build with uh, child care and um, uh, like food for kids and all, all these sure. other, all these different programs to help. Like and then report Republicans vehemently hate that shit. Right? right. They won't vote for it. and They won't support right. it whatsoever. Right. And it's like you can't do those two things. Right. If you're going to do something like this, then you better go all in. You were talking about you, you, you go all in on birth control and sex education and, you know, getting these low income and middle and moderate incomes because everything is so fucking expensive now. Getting them the support that they need so that they can raise these kids. If, if we have to have the kids, then God damn it, give them every opportunity to do it right. Because otherwise what happens is they end up being the same kids who cause the shit that happens in the inner city that makes you hate the inner city, that makes you root for people like George Floyd to fucking die. Right? Like, so how about we save you from yourself, right? Because you're a hypocritical, lying, deep, demonic asshole, right? Which you proved over the last two years, you know, really, um, with the way that you, you, you view, you know, like you have no problem with a person like Ahmaud Arbery being killed for fucking running, right? But some, you know, a collection of cells that, 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 no way, shape, or form anyone would consider a human outside of a woman's body you want to go all out for, right? So, fine, but you keep that same fucking energy when that kid pops out of her vagina or gets pulled out of her stomach, right? And you do what you can to make sure that that kid has everything it needs because ultimately that benefits all of us. Sure. Right? That kid coming out and having the nurture and the support, what that does is that that, that creates, you have fewer criminals, you have more people thinking and, and, and contributing to society with better ideas and, and, and better art and better music and all that other shit. Like, that's what creates a society. Right? But what they're doing is so counterintuitive between you gotta have the baby and also once you have the baby, we're not gonna help you whatsoever, you or the baby. And in fact, once that baby is born, depending on how he looks, we may come after that motherfucker when he's old enough to go to fucking school. What, one thing that you hit on that I meant to accentuate more because I was gonna do it is how economically disparate this whole thing is. You said it and you're 100% right. If you have the money to fly out of state, these laws don't affect you. If you don't, it does. And even if you do, I mean, it's still the idea of trying to set up a medical procedure out of state. Like, ooh, you know, I mean, like, I, I mean, because I know people, true. like, but, I know people the, the, who've gone to different countries. Like, my, you know, my, my sister wants to go, you know, to, to Mexico to have a surgery. And I am vehemently trying to get her to not do it because it's, I don't like the idea of it across the board. Um, but logistically, it's a hard thing to set up. Right? Like, so even if you have oh, but it's easy to go from Texas to Colorado. It, it is, but at the same time, like you got to find a place, you got to call them, you got to figure out how to, you know, like how right. to get there, and all that other stuff. All I'm saying is that, yes, you if you've got a lot of money, you can do it, right? If you're like I said, if you're Jerry Jones' granddaughter, then yeah, I mean, you hop it's on easy. the G6 and you go and you come back and whatever. No one knows; it's a blink of an eye. But even for you know the above middle class, slightly above middle class family. Um, or, or teenager or whatever, it's still a hell of a process. Um, and it puts an undue burden on the pregnant mother. That's the other aspect 
um, that you have to look at from a constitutional standpoint. And um, I don't know. I just, I, this is, this no, is all wrong. Yeah. I, I 100% agree with you. And like I said, you hit on a lot of issues that, uh, that I was going to, and we don't ever, we're not ever, we try to avoid talking about stuff before we get on the air because we want to be fresh. And those were things I wanted yeah. to hit on. And, that, and that, again, with the, with the abortion thing, I mean, my stance, I want to make my stance clear. I think that women should have an option, should have a choice. Um, I think that I'm, I'm okay with certain certain limitations, right? I mean, sure. I think that's realistic. At, to some, say, point, at some point, it's there's a gotta be a, human. Yeah. Right, like there's got to be a cutoff. If you want to say 16 weeks, and I know that some people will lose their shit and say that's not, you know, that's, that's not enough time. But I'm willing to compromise here. Right, like I, I want people to be safe. I want them to have an opportunity to, to live their lives. I don't want them to, to, to have to go into the back alleys, and I don't want this to turn like. And I don't see this turning out well. That's the problem. Like I don't see any good coming from this other than conservatives saying, "Finally, we got our way. Now we're happy." Right, while everything burns and falls apart around them, uh, as it relates to the lives of the young women, that this is going to impact the most. Steve, I think we do this for hours, yeah. and and I and 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 maybe we should, but we're we're there's a few other things I want to hit on. One of them also involving the state of Texas, and, and that means recent Texas resident Joe Rogan tested positive for COVID and literally did everything. To mitigate his COVID symptoms, he was sick as fuck. He said for a day, and then he said for three days. Now, full disclosure: if you listen to the show, you know I am an unapologetic Joe Rogan fan. This is a bad look for him, fanboy. Because fan I'm, I'm a fanboy, I absolutely am. Oh my god! If I ever, if I, if I go to LA and he's at the comedy store, I will fanboy out like a total. Dope. It'd be awful. What happened? I missed it because I fainted. I was so excited. It, it might not be that bad, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I always bitch at you for causing the spikes. Or I just did it. Yep. Anyway, so he got COVID, mm-hmm. and he said, "Give me everything. Give me ivermectin. Give me monoclonal. I don't think he did hydroxychloroquine. Okay. He did ivermectin. He did monoclonal antibodies. He did Z packs. He did vitamin drips." He basically said, throw it all into me. I want out of this. And he said his one day was hellish. You've talked about your hellish couple days as when you were suffering from COVID. Two weeks, but sure. Okay, well, the, as far as I know, I pissed yourself once. Sorry. I did only piss myself once. Okay, okay. So, but, but, yeah. but, sorry. But <laughs> I didn't so, poop as, myself. As, as much as that. Which is your draw right. line for us being able to read friends. You said, yeah. if I ever shit myself, we can't be friends anymore. <laughs> You said that to me. I did. But <laughs> so dumb. But <laughs> but Joe Rogan, who again, huge fan, fanboy, whatever. Bad luck for you, Joe, because you were saying the whole time that if you're healthy and you're young, I wouldn't recommend getting the vaccine. Bet you wish you got it now. Um, I mean, look, I think there's. It's look. It doesn't quite make sense to say. Um, Fuck a vaccine, but then if you get it, well, I'll take ivermectin and mon- like I'll take all these other things. Which, like, I'm sorry, like you also don't know what's in ivermectin, right? Like you, like right. you, oh, sure. you, Jim May, because that's the field that right. you work in. But Joe Rogan do doesn't it. know what's in ivermectin, and, and right? he's like, used that defense a bunch of times. Like he's always said, "I'm a moron," which a he's not, but right. but that's such an easy defense, like. Don't listen to me. I'm a moron. But here I am saying things to 14 million right. people on my massive platform. But what I'm what I'm saying is you you can't say well you can. People are you know I'm not going to take the vaccine. I don't know what's in it, and I'm healthy and blah blah blah. And then you get it, and then you're willing to try any and everything experimental. I guarantee or not. Joe Rogan doesn't know what a monoclonal antibody is. Right. And so I just that you know there's the hypocrisy there. Now, the other aspect of it, too, is that, you know, Joe Rogan, for any age, is exceptionally fit and healthy, right? And so, like, listen, multiple things can be true at once, right? Like, not just two things. Like, there can be 17 things all true at once. And so, him being healthy, no matter his age and as healthy as he is, I mean, if you don't know, I mean, Joe Rogan works out 
like all the time. Freak, yeah. right? I mean, like it, weights and kettlebells and, and uh, MMA and, you know, conditioning. Sure. And he goes out hunting for long durations of time, you know, hunting elk and shit like that. Like the, the dude is very, very fit. Right. And, and the reason why the hunting comes in is because, like, he, you know, he goes to rough terrain and, uh, sure. you know, on foot and all that other shit. Um, and he eats incredibly healthy and he, and he supplements himself very well. He's got a supplement company on it that I think he's a co-owner of or something along he's those definitely lines. definitely involved. I don't know the numbers. And, um, uh, and so he, he takes extremely good care of himself. Um, and so he got COVID and he did all this shit. He probably didn't need to do all that. He probably, he actually probably would have been fine had he not taken all the shit that he took. Uh, but you, here's the thing. You don't know, right? Like, listen, there's never an instance where you can say, man, I was, I was too healthy for that situation. Right? Like, I mean, there's never an instance where you could say you were too healthy for a situation or you were too strong for a situation. Right? I've never been in a situation where it's like, Man, if you weren't so strong, maybe that wouldn't have, you know, that would have sucked less. Like, there's just, there's, there's none, right? Like, um, but at the same time, like, you can be as healthy as you want to be, but we've seen COVID take down very healthy people, very fit people with no comorbidities. For some reason, it just liked their DNA, it liked their makeup, and said, I am going to destroy your lungs and your heart, and you are dead, period. Right, you, you don't have control over this, right? You can, can try to minimize things as much as you want, and it's smart to take care of yourself, eat healthy, exercise, run, jog, walk, lift weights, do all that sort of shit, drink less, eat more vegetables. That's great. Do it. Do it just because, right? And it may help, but it may help you with COVID, but it may not do a damn thing for you in the end, and you could still end up in a fucking bed. But, but what we know, science says vaccines help to minimize the impact of this thing. Yeah. Right? That's what we know. That's what science says. And you can, not, you can be mad about it all you want. You can make up whatever bullshit you want. That's how vaccines work. Are vaccines, is the vaccine going to prevent you from getting COVID? No, it's not. Right? But the hope is, is that in your situation, if you got it and it was going to ho- hospitalize you, if you got the vaccine and you get COVID, then you don't end up in the hospital. Right? Or if you got it and it was going to kill you, then you get the vaccine, you get it, maybe you end up in the hospital, but you fight to live another day. That's the point of the vaccine. Right. So Joe Rogan, you get the vaccine and maybe you don't have that fucking miserable day or days or whatever that you had. You also don't pump your body full of fucking who knows horse what? dewormer or whatever the right. fuck. Right. And you don't shit yourself. Right. And this is why Joe Rogan and I can't be friends. But <laughs> we don't know that Joe Rogan. Should he probably did. But I mean, and, and, and that's that, that's just kind of my, my, so, my thing. With so it. like here, here's the thing. Joe Rogan, who again, fan, he's been willing to pump his body full of crazy shit. Huge pot smoker. Cigar smoker, drinks a bunch, and he also has done um, ayahuasca, MDMA, mushrooms, which is MDMA, but whatever. He's always been about, you know, certain... MDMA is mushrooms? I think that's the chemical compound in mushrooms that that gives you that high. Um, I thought MDMA was just like volley and shit. I don't think those are disassociated. Anyway, maybe I'm wrong. Either way, point is, dude put shit in his body, and here's where I'm calling off for being a hypocrite. He was saying, if your immune system is good, you're strong, you're healthy, whatever, you don't need that shit. He tests positive, starts feeling sick, and he's like, put everything in me. (laughs) Give me all of it. Give me the ivermectin. And by the way, the ivermectin thing, which drives me fucking crazy, is supposed to be a prophylactic, as in preventative treatment. If that's what you want then you need to take it a lot because you need to take it however often to prevent getting it. And we need Once to point you- out another thing about ivermectin is that ivermectin has been approved for human consumption, right? Sure. You have to get it for, yeah. you have to get I it through. I said it through, in my whiskey shot. Right, you have to get it through a prescription. Right. Um, and, you know, there's doses for humans, but people are going to literally going to tractor supply and like reading the back of the bottle and just mm-hmm. like, oh, I a bucket a full. full. Yeah, sure, right. I'll take a bucket full, right? Like that's the, that's the amount that you take for a horse. You can't, you don't even look at that and cut it in half, right? Like, I mean, how are you even figuring See, out the, the doses? Here's, here's, like, here's the thing, Steve. I've been next to horses and seen how muscular they are. You've been blown over by a horse. I literally, been, I was just—I just told somebody that story not too long ago. Like I've, I've literally I, I been knocked the fuck out by a horse. I choose every opportunity to bring up the story. You so Steve happy walking across the my chicken fingers while getting jacked by a horse. I had chicken fingers I'm an and and I had I'm the an chicken asshole. from the Caesar salad. In my little styrofoam container, I was so excited. I'm such a dick. And I was going to go talk shit to Nasty Nate. I was yelling at Red Sox fans because there was a big Red Sox-Yankees riot going on on the Amherst campus. 
And uh, I come out of the D.C., the dining commons, and I'm looking at the dorm, and next thing I know, I'm looking at the sky. And I'm on my back, and I hurt. My body hurts all over, and my food is all over the fucking place. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And I look up, and fucking Mr. Ed is staring at me, blowing. You know, I could see the, you know, uh, uh, breath coming out of his nose. And the state trooper, because, you know, in Massachusetts, they're mounted. The state police are also the campus police. And I, you okay? Ah, I don't know. No, I think I get up. Horse. Get up, you know. And like, so I get up, you know, and then I'm like, my food. And he's like, get out of here. And I'm like, God damn it. Okay. And I go back up to the dorm. You know, and Nate's like, where's the food? And I'm just like, God, we're, not, we're not talking about this. <laughs> right, rough I'm, night. Anyway. I, I would say I'm, I'm sorry. I'm still mad about it. I would it. say I'm sorry. But that would be an utter lie. It's just a I bad, like, I took a hilarious. lot of L's that night. Because I think the Red Sox <laughs> actually won the game, which is why the riot was going on. The Yankee fans were pissed. So I'm pissed because I hate the Red Sox. I'm hungry. And now I, I'm still hungry because my food is getting fucking crip walked on by a goddamn horse. I hurt. My whole body fucking hurts. <laughs> Because I got hit by said horse and then hit the fucking concrete. I didn't even land on the grass. I, I landed on a, like, not even concrete, asphalt. Uh, anyway. I feel terrible for you. All right. Anyway. All right we have, we, there's so many things. No, we're, we're not going to be able to get Yeah, we're not going to. You want to talk about Elijah McClain? Because that is a You know, we'll issue. have to, we'll either cover off. it next week or we'll, put, right. or we'll do another episode let's, let's, later. Let's, let's real quick talk about the stupidest thing on our board. Okay. Because it should be quick. Really quick. Because there was a woman who was charged with threatening a man with a knife after he yelled at her for farting at her in a Florida uh, discount store. And the charges were dropped because he didn't, the, 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 the victim did not want to be involved. So basically, this woman just drops a bomb on this dude. And I think it was a Dollar Tree. If I'm wrong, I'm well, wrong. She dropped the bomb on her. And he. He called her out, like, what the fuck? She pulls a knife on him. He calls the cops. They try to put a, a, a case out, and he basically says, I'm not putting anything out there. I don't want to be known as the guy who was accused, or sorry, who accused the woman of farting on me and then ultimately threatened to stab me and cut me from stem to stern. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah, this, that's, is, this is dying. I'm sorry, but yeah. we, we went. Total, total 180 there. There's a lot of stuff we didn't get to, uh, but it was a good conversation, and um, I'm done if you are. I am. We are out. Thank you for listening. We're at Whiskey Con- Congress on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, sorry I got a little silly at some points, but actually I'm really not sorry because it was fun. We're out. See you.